Join coaches Mary C. Hartfield and Rebecca Thomas as they speak on the things most people want to know but might not be willing to talk about. Dive in with us for off-the-cuff conversations around diverse topics and gain insight and guidance to help you live a more purpose-filled life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast. Mary and I are back at it after a summer off, and this is Rebecca Thomas. More than a life coach, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Mary C. Hartfield, living your life on purpose coaching. Hi, Rebecca. Hello, Mary. Hi, everyone. How are we doing this week? Doing good. You know, busy week as ever. Yeah, (laughs) I hear that. (laughs) So... What are we talking about today? Well, this is kind of like a second half. Um, this is a great follow-up episode to last week. Um, how can you make this work for you? Reframing your experience. So today, where are you giving away your power? Um, mm. You know, when you're giving away your power, you decide to make something work for you. Is key to shifting your mindset and experiences. So it's a great one of thinking about where you're giving away your power, Um and give it away to people. It can be intentionally or not intentionally about giving it away. So, you know, kind of that is learned behavior, blind spots, uh, biases, coping mechanisms. So that's what we're talking about today. So what's your thoughts on this subject, Rebecca? Oh, man, like when it comes to like recognizing where you're giving away your power, I think first and foremost, it's important to be really honest with yourself because and also not to feel any shame behind it because everybody does it on a different level. A lot of it, you know, like you just mentioned, a lot of it is a coping mechanism or a behavior that we learned. So it's not like we choose intentionally to give away our power, but the reason it's so important to recognize where we are giving away our power is so we can shift from that to taking it back, which is what we kind of touched on last time. So, right. And I think people need to realize, you know, you got to think of, you know, people, you know, you can't control the weather. So stop getting upset when the weather is not a certain way. Part mm-hmm. of that, do your planning out. They do a seven day, 10 day, or you can even go a month and say what the weather is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. They change a little bit. So, you know, stop focusing on things that you cannot control. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you do that, sometimes you give away your power. Um, external factors you can't control. You know, try to think about the choices that you have the power to control instead of what you don't have the power to control. And that usually um, gets you on how you respond to things are different because you're talking about, okay. I have the power to control this. These are my choices I have to control and not kind of control external factors that you can't control. Exactly. There's a visual that I love to use with my clients and at some of the the events that I do. And it's these two cutouts. And it is one of them's the drama triangle. And I don't know how familiar everybody is with the drama triangle, but one is the drama triangle. And then the other one is the empowerment triangle. And I love putting these things side to side. And it really speaks to the the giving your power away and taking it back because with the drama triangle, there's three different people that are a part of this dynamic and it's the persecutor, the rescuer and the victim. And the victim is quote unquote, poor me, um, disempowered, they feel hopeless, they feel ashamed, they feel incapable, they feel misunderstood. And the rescue and the, the rescuer in the situation really perpetuates that dynamic because being needed defines 
them. Mm-hmm. So like that whole power struggle is there. And they're also like, they validate and reinforce the victim's feelings by fixing things for them and having sympathy for them instead of being able to help them shift into a more empowering dynamic. But I love how that flips because then the rescuer actually becomes the coach, which you and I can raise our hands. And that includes things like supporting someone, assisting someone, um, helping them find clarity, like through reflective questions, which makes them responsible for not only forming that information, but also being able to ask for it. So get some clarity around it, um, actively listening. And then the victim actually becomes the creator, which is the piece that I love. That's what plays into like becoming empowered because I think all of us have heard like a current reality is formed out of our past experiences. So when you can stop tapping back into those things, which are most of the time fear-based and start looking forward and taking power over how you take action and make decisions. It's a completely different thing. Right. That's good. I, you know, I like this quote by Alice Walker. The most common way people give up their power is by thinking that they don't have any. Absolutely. No, I love that quote because we all have power, Mm -hmm. you know, and we forget about that. Um, you know, we think that um, when you don't speak up when something is wrong, you know, you you have the power to speak up when something is wrong or something goes against your values. And we forget about that. You know, you're when you don't speak up, you're allowing someone else to control your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so we got to learn how to speak up, especially in relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I you know, I had talked to a client. I may you knew who that person was before you marry him. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a tough one to sit with, but it's so true. <laughs> it's so true. You know, it was, it was a surprise most of the time. And we choose to allow that to happen into a marriage and marry them where we could have stopped the situation or changed it before we even got married. But we choose to, we gave up mm-hmm. our power to them to control our situation and how they, it's, it's like when people say you control how people treat you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know how you're gonna treat me. No, mm-hmm. you treat me like that. Yeah, that that's the queen I am. I expect you to treat me a certain way. I love that. You know, so you know, people don't realize that when you're giving up part of who you are and your power, you allow people to treat you any kind of way. Mm-hmm. You have the choice to make a decision about that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like so important because I think that's one of the hardest things for us to do is to take responsibility in the situations, like all of the situations that we're in, we play a part and what part are we playing? And again, that goes to giving away your power or taking your power back because it's boundaries. It's knowing what you want. It's advocating for yourself. It's speaking up because again, what you allow will persist. So Like, do you have any, I have an idea around this, but in your mind, what are some key things that will signal us that we are giving away our power? Um, When um, there, when a question or action needs to be done and you decide just to sit back and see what falls out and happen. You sit back and you allow someone else to make the choice for you. Mm -hmm. You know, when, you know, we think, oh, you know, and I think that's what people need to, work on progress, procrastination. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of times we procrastinate. We're allowing others to make choices for us. Yep. Where things are happening, we're just sitting on it. You're, you know, you're allowing someone else to call the shots for your life. You know, you're saying, you know, it's just the same when people say, oh, well, I don't know how to do this. Well, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Go on the internet or wherever and learn. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, though, you know, though, you know, my son, you know, we had the blowout tire this past week coming back and, mm-hmm. you know, it's 11 hour trip in a be at 25 trips. I plot our tire blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know how to change a tire? Oh yeah. I've never done it before, but guess what? These young people have empowered themselves to look on YouTube. It tells mm-hmm. them everything. You know, when he ran into a problem, he looked it up. Okay. This is what you do to get the tire off. If it gets stuck and he ended up changing the tire, mm-hmm. you know, but yet he empowered himself to do it. He didn't sit up and say, Oh my God, I need to call a tow truck. I need to do all this. And he empowered herself to say, I'm going to find out the answer and I'm going to do it. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Which very much speaks to personal accountability. So good for him and good for you, mama. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was like, he was taking all these pictures and I was like, okay, can you just get that tire off and do it? But yet it ends up, if he had not taken all those tires, I didn't realize the rim. I know I'm getting away some of my ignorance. I didn't know. Uh-huh. I, didn't I thought, you know, you get a new tire. I wasn't thinking, oh, we don't need that rim. Oh, okay. We left out on the side of the road. <gasps> okay. Did you go back and get it or no? Oh yeah. We went, Okay. Like, you know, the tire guy, we're at Walmart's. We just went to a, um, a truck stop and stuff yeah. for about three and a half hours, woke up at seven with the Walmart's. They had the tire ready. They had the two tires. He goes, where's your rim? And I was like, rim. Mm-hmm. But if my son had not taken those pictures, we would not have known which spot to go back to. Where mm-hmm. we Isn't that funny? I know we were yeah. right back to got on the highway, right there to the spot. It wasn't far. And right there was a tire. We put it in the car. We're all set to go. Mm-hmm. And we had the ram. We're, we're ready to go at nine o'clock. You know, it took an extra hour because we had to go do that. But, you know, it's amazing that, you know, and, and I think too is saying, you know, part of it is me trying to take away his power control of what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one that takes memories. You know, we got to remember this, you know, we mm-hmm. were Downtown Nashville was just beautiful. On the highway, we were stopped. You could see downtown Nashville all lit up because it's 12 31 o'clock in the morning. It was beautiful. But part of that is he empowered himself. Oh, I can change this tire. I don't mm-hmm. need to call a tow truck. We got this, you know. But part of that is that he didn't allow me to take away. You never done it before. I'm going to call a tow truck. He said, no, I can do this. So he was empowering himself to find out the information, what mm-hmm. he needed done, empower himself. And that's what we need to do sometime is find out the information, find out the skills and stuff that you need to empower yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that because with the personal accountability and like taking part of your power or taking your power back or even just retaining your power, like the big piece in there is like self-inquiry. Yes. And to me, like, that's one of the most beautiful things. When we talk about judgment, when we talk about shame, we talk about guilt. Like I'm always the one that's going to say, like, get curious, like instead of sitting in that and feeling gross and not actually accomplishing anything, like get curious around why you feel that way or what you could have done differently. Can I do something differently? And that's just so beautiful to me. So like getting curious around the situation, like we talked about before, getting curious around your mindset, like what are my beliefs here? What are the stories that I'm telling myself? What can I actually control or influence? 
and then tap back into your power that way, where you have this beautiful dynamic of what can I let go? What can I accept? But also what can I take charge of and plugging into those things appropriately? And making yourself a priority mm-hmm. people all the time. You know, sometimes we're taking away our power. We allow other people to control what we do when we do it, how we do it. Yep. You know, we're giving them permission to control your life and you don't look at it like that. No, you say, oh, I'm just saying about others. But in the process, yourself gets shrinked down, yourself gets small rather than you saying, I said, you know what? You know, someone calls you up. You have your day planned. Oh, I want to do this today. And can you do that? Well, no, sorry. I have another, I have, this is what I had planned today. Let me look on my schedule and see mm-hmm. when I'm able to accommodate what you need. Yeah. So, and I mean, not prioritizing yourself. That's a huge cost to pay. Like yeah. that's a big price to pay. So, <laughs> and I, and I don't think people realize they're getting their power. When you change your, what you're doing, your schedule, because other people want you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this even goes to when, you know, cause we're both, um, freelancers, coaches, mm-hmm. you know, it's even with people. I, I don't allow my contracts to control my day. You know, mm-hmm. my uh, one contract I have, he's always laughing. Cause I'm, you know, I also have a consultant business and I go, I don't work on Fridays. He goes, yeah, Mary don't let, he always saying in our team meetings, Mary don't work on Friday. No, I don't work on Fridays. Uh-huh. Don't call me. Don't, and, you know, if you, if Mayor, I'm sorry to interrupt. I know you don't work on Friday. Yep, I don't at work. So some things are real quick. Some things I, I need to get with you on Monday about that. Yep. Because I'm controlling what I do and how I want. And also it's kind of empowering yourself when you tell people, how do you want them to engage with you? Mm-hmm. React to you. And I would say wrapping up, like that's one of the things that I, that I talk to my clients about the most is the fact that like you're talking about, whatever you allow will persist. Like if you keep letting people compromise who you are and letting them do whatever you want and you don't set strong boundaries, it's just going to keep happening. And that's a horrible place to be. So going back to that question, like where are you giving you away your power and what you can do for it? I think one of the things I love, especially like in a team setting is to remember, like teach someone to fish. Like we're the ones that are carrying all the things. We're the ones that are making ourselves responsible for all those things. Are people putting those things on us? Maybe, but that doesn't mean you have to receive them. And at what point are you going to stand up and say, this isn't something I want to carry, or it is something I want to do. And then if it's something that you have to teach somebody else to do, teach them to do it, because then that takes that responsibility off of your shoulders and also doesn't perpetuate that same disempowering cycle where you're compromising yourself and also teaching them that they have to lean on you. Does that make sense? Yeah, that yeah, that's good. So kind of um I love this article is written by Amy Marine in Forbes. It, Ten ways you can be giving away your power without even realizing. So one of these you give into guilt trips. Mm-hmm. You talked about that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Your self-worth depends on other people's opinion of you. Yep. That's huge that, you know, we think we got to, everybody got to give their opinions and how they do it. Where no, why are you, you should have your own opinion of yourself. This is what I think I am and who I am. Um, You have trouble setting boundaries. I think we talked about boundaries. You complain about all the things you have to do. You Mm. hold grudges, holding grudges because it's big. Yes. And you change your goals based on other people's opinions. Yeah. And so those are, I think those are great things. You know, there's other things she talked about that. I think those are great ones that she talked about. 
Mm-hmm. Just to add on to that real quick, there was something I was going to say earlier and it slipped my mind, but that brought it back is one of the ways that I know when I'm giving my power away is when I get resentful about something consistently. That is the feedback loop. That's the message to me saying that I have not set a boundary and I keep letting somebody like push through that boundary without being more firm and consistent with it. So that tells me that first of all, it's a strong need, but second of all, I'm not doing my part in enforcing it. So that's one of the key things that always reminds me that a boundary needs to be set and set firmly is when I get resentful or or consistently irritated by a pretty specific situation or person. Yeah, that's good to bring up because when, when you do something that is disempowering to you, you don't feel good. No. <laughs> you don't feel good. You get agitated. You're trying to figure out why am I upset? Why don't uh-huh. I feel good? When in reality is because you gave away your power and yeah. you allow someone to do that rather than you controlling it, you know, and people say, oh, you know, some people say, oh, giving away your power is part of you taking control of your life and doing what's healthy for you because the only way to be a healthy individual is controlling what you do, how you do it, instead of everybody else dictating that out for you. Absolutely. So everybody else is just going to, you guys are going to have to figure out where you're giving your power away. You're going to have to listen to this a couple of times and share it with some friends so that you can help them get the same message that hopefully you're getting out of this. Um, We would love you to go to Instagram, go to Facebook, check out Off the Cuff Coaching Podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends. And until next time, Mary and I are signing off. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Off the Cuff Podcast with Life Purpose Coach Mary C. Hartfield of Living Life on Purpose and more than a life coach and energy architect, Rebecca Thomas. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, go and leave us a review and tune in next time as we continue to talk about the hard things, bring them to light and help you move through your life with a little more grace, curiosity and realness.